0: Welcome to The Torch, a podcast with Brian Gibbs presenting biblical insights and prophetic perspectives for cultural and current events in this hour, contending for personal revival, national awakening, and generational reformation, produced by Victory, A Church of His Presence, and Light the Fire Ministries, coming to you from Sarasota, Florida. Thank you for joining us. my friends, welcome to The Torch. It's great to be with you. Uh, Beautiful morning here in Sarasota, Florida. Gorgeous morning. Uh, It's a little bit of a winter for us. (laughs) We're in the 50s. Yes, so we're having winter. So it's a little chilly. And uh, all of you listening up north, I know there's no sympathy, absolutely none. And I get that. And so moving right along. Um, But it is a gorgeous morning. And uh, thanks for being with us. Thanks for making time to jump into The Torch and making it a priority. And um, I encourage you to share a word as well about the uh, the podcast. We've got a lot of people subscribing and uh, downloading our Victory FLA app. And of course, going to VictoryFLA.com as well uh, for The Torch. And hey, we're just so glad that you're with us. Thank God for the technology that we can be together once again today and um, let's pray let's pray and uh, let's just move in the winds of the holy spirit today and uh, be strengthened together lord we just thank you for uh, a beautiful day a beautiful morning and uh, really just across the united states the the beloved united states of america lord thank you for the gift of our country and lord we just pray that hope will just spread like a wildfire An unstoppable wildfire, Lord, from the Carolinas to California, from Florida to Alaska. Holy Spirit, that you would move and you would prepare us, continue to move and work amongst us in the details of preparing us for the greatest outpouring of your spirit that our nation and the nations have ever seen or experienced in Jesus' name. Lord, we thank You that You're preparing the harvest even now. Lord, we thank You that You're going to use children and teenagers and young adults and seniors, Lord, in this last great outpouring of the Holy Spirit. And I thank You, Lord, that You are preparing us even now. And so, Lord, we just bless this time as we're together. Thank You for every believer. Thank You for every new friend. I pray for the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. I pray, Lord, that Your presence will move upon every hearer or those that are watching the program today, in Jesus' name, Amen. All right, Amen. Again, it's great to be with you. Um, I, with all my heart, I believe that we are. If you've if you've been connected with our ministry any time at all in the last twenty five years, you know that we burn for personal revival, for national awakening, and generational reformation. Um, we believe, I mean, that's that's what the Holy Spirit has branded in our heart and our spirit, the mandate and the divine assignment that's on our lives. And I'm always on a personal quest for greater revival in my own life, in my own heart, But God has also um, invited me into His vision for a national awakening. Of course, I'm I'm talking way beyond a red, white, and blue awakening. I'm talking about the awakening of the Spirit of God rocking this nation and transforming us and bringing us into epic reformation and uh, where the prodigal nation literally takes the long road home and returns home and returns to our covenant-keeping Father. So uh, join us in the journey of that, and um, I'm going to do something a a little different today. Um, This is the first book that I wrote. I'm in the middle of writing another book right now, but this was the first book that I wrote, uh, Unstoppable and Unquenchable Fire, when the burning heart of God ignites a life, invades our cities, and recaptures a nation. Now, this book in its totality is all about personal burning revival. in an individual, and then moving to the vision of national awakening, God redeeming America unto itself, and then us experiencing generational reformation. Now, we have sold thousands and thousands of these books, and to God be the glory, to God be the glory. This book continues to have a life of its own. People are ordering these all over, and we're hitting another fresh wave even now. So I encourage you to get the book. You can get it at um, amazon.com or you can go to victoryfla.com to our store. You can pick that up. You can pick that up today. So uh, that will be a tremendous blessing to you. This book was also forwarded by uh, Dutch Sheets, who's an amazing friend and father and leader in our lives. And it's amazing apostle. I love Dutch so very much. So I encourage you to pick up the book. It'll be a tremendous, tremendous blessing to you. I'm a reader. I love to read. Um, I enjoy books. I, I enjoy authors' perspectives. And so um, I would encourage you to pick it up. It'll be a great blessing to you. But I'm going to do something a little different uh, today. I want to talk to you about the subject that hunger determines destiny and you're going to see where where we're going in just the next few minutes but hunger determines destiny I'm actually going to be looking um, right out of the book Unstoppable and Unquenchable Fire um, out of the second chapter and um, I'm on page 70 for those that that have the book and you'd like to pull it out you can can read along with me today but I'm going to be pulling uh, a bulk. Uh, portion out of the book today to just um, really what I felt led to release for impartation. Um, as I woke up this morning, and I began to pray about being with you today as I was driving into the church campus today and just getting ready and prepared. Um, really felt like the Holy Spirit directed me in this. In this particular section, I write about Pursue and Encounter pursue an encounter. Maybe you want to pray over yourself even right now that you would begin to pursue a fresh encounter with the Lord for this hour. Amen. Amen. We're going to do that. I feel like we're going to do that right at the end. We're just going to, we're going to pray strong. We're going to release uh, the word of the Lord. So pursue an encounter. I wrote this. This is, this is a quote uh, by one of my favorite authors. His name is A.W. Tozer but here's the quote. It says, I want the presence of God himself, or I don't want anything at all to do with religion. I want all that God has, or I don't want any. Let me read that to you again. I want the presence of God himself. I don't want anything at all to do with religion. I want all that God has, or I don't want any. That's A.W. Tozer. I believe that it's vitally important for every believer to hunger and seek a greater encounter with the Lord. It is normal for a believer to long and desire to know God more intimately. Nothing has fueled my hunger more for God than reading His Word and spending quality time with the Holy Spirit in prayer. The Apostle Paul he wrote these words. He says, Yes, everything is worthless when compared with the infinite value of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. That's Philippians chapter three and verse eight. That's out of the New Living Translation. Let me read it to you again. Yes, everything else is worthless when compared to the infinite value of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. Man, I feel such fire on that and anointing as I read those words. See, I believe that you are hungry for God, and I believe you're hungry for more of God, and that you desire to experience His presence in tangible ways. As I went on writing, I said, as you read through this book, I pray that It will be fuel for your heart to pursue God's face and that you begin to encounter His holiness and burnings. Perhaps even more importantly, I desire that you become aware that God is actively pursuing you for the sole purpose of encounter, to know you and to make Himself known to you. It is through encountering God that He reveals that we belong fully unto Him, our Father and our Creator. Nothing delivers one's soul from an orphan spirit more powerfully than an encounter with God. His intention is to love you unconditionally and to fill your heart with the beauty of His holiness. Most good relationships are built from many encounters over a long period of time. I mean, we all know that, right? And though God is incomprehensibly big and he's full of mystery, he desires to make himself known to you. I'm going to read on the word encounter. The word encounter, it conveys the idea of an unforeseen meeting. When Peter, James, and John walked up the mountain with the Lord, they could have never imagined that Jesus would be transformed before their very eyes and His heavenly glory would be manifested for them to behold. Wow. They had no idea that something so life-changing was about to happen. And suddenly, the Lord was turned inside out with a dazzling display of His glory the word encounter is so remarkable that that excuse me the the encounter the encounter was so remarkable that even moses and elijah showed up as well i think it's notable that jesus told them not to tell this encounter that they had witnessed until the appointed time now that Matt, that's an important point because i believe that many things that god reveals to us privately are not always open for public consumption and that our stewardship of holy things is a sure test. Divine encounters are initiated by God. They cannot be manufactured. Divine encounters are available to those who hunger and desire to know God. We must seek first the king and his kingdom And Jesus promised, blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. The Bible account describes God having unexpected and life-changing interactions with people. And since our Lord never changes, He continues to deal with humanity in powerful and unexpected ways. An encounter with God can happen anywhere at home, in church, out for a walk, while you're driving. But what is certain, wherever he shows up, you will feel an awesome sense of the loving presence of God and his holiness. When Isaiah went into the temple one day, he had no idea that something life-changing was about to happen. Isaiah encountered the Lord and he said, he saw the Lord sitting upon his throne, high and lifted up, and the train of his robe filling, notice that word, filling the temple, Isaiah 6. When the Lord appeared to Isaiah, he was accompanied by angelic beings who covered their faces in utter rever- reverence for his absolute purity and perfection as they cried out, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. This glimpse into the spiritual dimension overwhelmed Isaiah with an awareness of God's glory and holiness. We cannot be so bound to virtual reality in this life that it keeps us from truly apprehending his nearness in the unseen realm. His kingdom is at hand, and his name is still Emmanuel, which means God with us. The next section of the book here, it talks about hunger that transforms. Now, stay with me. I'm going somewhere today. We're being moved on by the Holy Spirit even now. Hunger that transforms. Here's a quote by revivalist D.L. Moody. He said, every move of God can be traced back to a kneeling figure. Hmm. ooh. Let me read that again. Every move of God can be traced back to a kneeling figure. In the mid 90s after the San Salvadorian Civil War, Bren, who's my wife, my wife and I were ministering in the jungles of El Salvador. <laughs> boy I remember this well too. Our missionary host had brought us to a church, and actually it was a small shack in the mountainous region to lodge. And our team's stay would prove to be quite adventurous as the church was filled with special guests each night. Yes, huge tarantula spiders, hungry mosquitoes, and vampire back, bats, and I'm not kidding. The day that we arrived, our host shared a remarkable story with us. Apparently, where we were camping was a historical landmark that had become a rallying point for the presence of God. The church was known as the Azusa of Central America. Miraculously, in 1907, a pastor had received word of the Azusa outpouring of the Holy Spirit in Los Angeles, California. This pastor, obviously, he was right there. And just just so I make this clear, this pastor who got word of the historic outpouring that was happening at that time was in was in El Salvador. And at the time, he was desperately seeking and he was hungry for a move of God. And he was actually seeking the baptism of the Holy Spirit, the baptism of fire. His burden and his vision for El Salvador was so overwhelming, he had tarried many years, desiring to be baptized with the Holy Spirit. And upon hearing what God was doing in Los Angeles, the pastor set out courageously taking a boat up the west coast of Central America and Mexico all the way to Southern California. That is courageous hunger. Finally, after arriving under the open heavens of Los Angeles, the pastor was gloriously baptized in the Holy Spirit's fire, and he was transformed into another man. He stayed for weeks receiving teaching and impartation from William Seymour and Frank Bartleman. And after he had made his journey, after that, he made his journey back to El Salvador. After months on the sea, this man on fire returned to his homeland with heaven's treasure and Pentecost hit Central America. It's remarkable what one man's burning and unrelenting hunger was able to impart. One man prepared the way for future generations. You think about that. One man, his hunger for God. It's it's just amazing. He would open up all of Central America for future generations for Pentecost to begin to sweep through that region of the world. That night, long after our team went to bed, I stayed up praying at the altar. I was safely nestled under my mosquito net, watching the bats, of course, riveted by the story of this man's hunger. And utter desperation for more of God. His hunger prepared the way for more than he could have ever imagined. His baptism became the torch to nations. One more time, his baptism became the torch for future generations. Mm. Boy, I feel that right now. Let's be honest. Now, let's let's be honest. Most of us would never even contemplate making that kind of sacrifice. But then he actually made the journey to L.A. of all places. Whoever this man was, his hunger and his passion for God were colossal. And I humbly cried out to the Lord that night to possess me with the same unquenchable hunger and burning appetite this this pioneer carried I go into the next section here, and I I want to talk about this for the next few moments. Spiritual cravings and longings. Hunger means passion for God. Why don't you just say that right now? Hunger means passion for God. Our spiritual cravings and our longings for God are what will determine the direction of our lives. Hunger determines destiny. Let me read that again. Hunger determines destiny. Have you ever had a craving? Well, sure you have. And you know what I'm talking about. It's 11 p.m. and you know that you shouldn't be eating late and you start craving a fully loaded supreme pizza with extra cheese. Oh, yes. Oh, glory. (laughs) Or you have those those wild cravings that you dare not tell your friends about. For me, it's normally a a Dairy Queen Heath blizzard for breakfast. (laughs) Call it crazy but i hate to admit how often i crave them and thank- thankfully i have that one pretty pretty subdued jesus said in matthew chapter 5 verse 6 he said blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness for they shall be filled here's my question to you today here at the torch do you crave god do you hunger for his friendship daily I have come to know experientially that it's only in his presence that it truly satisfies the hunger and deepest longings of the soul. Craving deeper friendship with God has become the greatest adventure of my life. Hunger for more of God's manifest presence should be the norm for a follower of Jesus. Now, of course, I'm reading on here in my book. I'm going to read that again. Hunger for more of God's glory, should be the norm for a follower of Jesus. It's not something unusual reserved for only just a few impassioned pioneers. It's the normal state of a Christian to be thirsty and hungry for God. In the natural, we eat and we're satisfied. But in the kingdom, the more that we taste and see that the Lord is good, the hungrier we become. That's Psalm chapter 34, verse 8. Hunger for God is a place of absolute dependency on the Lord. The more we experience His love and His riches, the more our spirit yearns to encounter His glory. The Bible tells us that God satisfies the thirsty and He fills the hungry with good things. If you're looking for that verse, that's Psalm chapter 107, verse 9. Let me read it to you again. The Bible tells us that God satisfies the thirsty and He fills the hungry with good things. Psalm 107, verse 9. King David, the passionate psalmist, he recognized and he discerned these deep inner longings of the heart and yearnings for the presence of God. And many times throughout the Psalms, we find him meditating, offering worship and praise, or he was crying out to God. His greatest joy was to be with his heavenly Father in intimate communion. Psalm chapter 63 in verse 1, it says, O God, you are my God. Early I will seek you. My soul thirsts for you. Listen to this. My flesh longs for you in a dry and a thirsty land where there is no water psalm chapter 84 verses 1 through 1 and 2 he says how lovely are your dwelling places o lord lord of hosts my soul my soul longs yes my soul even faints that's strong for the courts of the lord my heart and my flesh cry out for the living God now it's only been a week since we came off our 21 day fast here at victory and uh, how many of you know your flesh can literally cry out for God that's right David see David was tapping into something just phenomenal when concerning when he he would say that my soul would thirst my flesh would have longings my my flesh would cry out I'm thirsty I'm hungry for your presence oh God See, I think it's it's important to note that if our, our soul and our flesh can hunger more for God, then this reveals that our soul and our flesh can also be completely and wholly satisfied by Him as well. Did you catch that? See, if your soul can actually crave God, if your flesh can literally cry out, and crave and have an appetite for the presence of God, that means that your soul and your flesh and your spirit can be absolutely fully satisfied with the presence of God. You see, with God, it is no contradiction within the same heart that you can can be completely fulfilled by Him and yet awaken deeply to new cravings of the soul by His wooing. Again, Psalm chapter 107 and verse nine, it says, for he satisfies the longing soul and he fills the hungry soul with goodness. I'm gonna read on here. It says, unbridled cravings and desires that burn for anything other than God can be dangerous. That's right. The capacity within our hearts for true satisfaction can only be found in the one who is bottomless, and limitless love. He is to be our magnificent obsession. To taste of his perfection and holiness will capture a life completely. Jesus specifically revealed that our burning obsession must only be for God. He said in Matthew 22 verse 37, he said, you shall love the Lord your God with all of your heart with all of your soul, with all of your mind, that is total abandonment. You must be all in. You can't be casual. You have to be consumed. It is hunger that keeps us in pursuit of him. Here's an awesome verse of scripture for you today. It's found in Proverbs chapter 25 and verse two. I love this verse. And I can remember in my my early 20s that the Lord branded this spirit, this, this word in my spirit. It says, it is the glory of God to conceal a matter, but it is the glory of kings to search out a matter. One more time. It is the glory of God to conceal a matter, but it is the glory of kings to search out a matter. Many years ago, I had a dream that I was out on the ocean with some great and notable spiritual generals and revivalist of our day. And some of them actually happened to be personal friends. And we were preparing for our dive. We were preparing our diving equipment and we uh, there was great excitement that was filling the boat and anticipation for the day's discovery. And I was overwhelmed and thankful just to be part of the dive with such great leaders. And as I was cleaning my mask, Um, in the dream. I remember Tommy Tenney. Tommy was in the dream with us and he was smiling at me and he was saying, are you ready? Are you ready? And I dove off the side of the boat and I began to swim uh, deeper down uh, with the team. And I got to a certain place in the dive and I became aware that I was experiencing shortness of breath and realizing that I actually needed to return to the boat. Now, of course, I'm reading this dream right right out of the book here for you guys. And I was disappointed in the dream because I watched the others diving deeper and exploring down in the coral reef and I waited for their return. And we gathered back into the boat and they were sharing the beauty of the reef and, and uh, filled with this vast array of colorful fish and I, I almost be, was really becoming jealous. And so we went down for a second dive and the same exact thing happened. And once again, I had to gather myself back into the boat and uh, return to the boat. And then they came back up and they began to share all the things that they were seeing in the depths and all the beauty in the ocean. And my longings and my frustrations were actually being increased. My, my appetite for uh, exploration was being increased. And finally, on the third dive, um, the experience was no different. And then the Lord, he took me above, this is in the dream, the Lord took me above the boat to see the team from a higher vantage point. To my surprise, I became aware that everyone was wearing scuba gear and I was wearing snorkeling gear. And this made it impossible, obviously, for me to go exploring into the depths that I so long to reach. And I woke up and I heard the Lord Clearly, and he said, Son, you have longed to swim in the depths of my heart, discovering my riches. And today I'm going to give you a gear upgrade so that you may discover me freely with no restrictions. Man, I remember when he shared that with me, and I just wept before the Lord. I remember writing that in my personal journal. In this next section of the book, I call it Gear Upgrades for Encounter here's a few questions. Are you in need of gear upgrades? Are you aware that there's deeper waters to swim and explore? You see, the Holy Spirit can take you there. He's the guide into the Father's bottomless depths of love and glory. Hallelujah. Just as Jesus used parables to conceal truth from those who uh, for those who were truly hungry so it is that the holy spirit invites us in on a quest to discover god let me read that one more time just as jesus used parables to conceal truth to those who were truly hungry so that the holy so the holy spirit invites us on a quest to discover the god who has hidden himself for us to find Again, it is the glory of God to conceal a matter, yet it's the glory of kings to seek it out. The quest of hungry and passionate souls is the deep calling unto deep. And I'm sending out a personal invitation to you to go deep sea diving into the unfathomable unfathomable depths of his heart. And I invite you to pursue the face of God with burning zeal to encounter his glory and his wonder, that you may be transformed into another man or to another woman, into the burning image of the Son of Man. We can learn something from William Seymour, the great Azusa, from the great Azusa outpouring, whose hunger for God was unquenchable. William actually hungered for the baptism of the Holy Spirit and fire so deep that he prayed five hours a day. That's right. And if that wasn't enough, he even upgraded to seven hours a day. He earnestly prayed that he would receive this baptism of fire that Charles Parham had preached about. John G. Lake tells the story of William Seymour. This is what he said this is John G. Lake. This is a quote. He said, God put such a hunger into that man's heart that when the fire of God came, it glorified him. (laughs) Gosh, man, I feel that. He goes on, John G. Lake writes, he says, I do not believe that any other man in modern times had had a more wonderful deluge of God in his life than that of what God gave to this dear fellow. And the glory and the power of a real Pentecost swept the world. Now, William Seymour, he was a man on fire. He was a man possessed by the spirit of God to father revival on this planet in his day. May God glorify this generation with his baptism of fire and glory to set the world on fire. The words of the Apostle Peter here, the Apostle Peter said on the day of Pentecost that the promise of the Holy Spirit was to every generation. Let me read these words. He says, and then Peter said to them, repent and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remissions of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. And in Acts 2, verse 38 and 39, he goes on, he says, For the promise is to you, it is to your children, and to all those afar off, as many as the Lord our God will call. It's so good. As I'm going to just begin to wrap up this session together for the torch, this is where we started. Hunger is actually what determines destiny. Hunger is what determines destiny. Hunger means passion for God. I want to encourage all of those that are, are listening out there, perhaps you're watching the video or the episode. I want to encourage you to pursue a fresh encounter with the Holy Spirit, a fresh encounter with God, to pull away, to find quality time with God, to set yourself apart, set yourself apart wholly unto the Lord and began to inquire of the Lord, to begin to ask the Lord for a fresh new burning encounter in His presence, truly for personal revival, personal revival. See, we have, we've been under the conviction a long time that we are moving into the greatest outpouring, a true third great awakening, a global awakening of the Holy Spirit that's really gonna be beyond anything we've ever conceptually imagined hitting planet earth, a transformation of cities, of regions, of territories, of a takeover of nations before the epic return of our Lord Jesus Christ. And he is coming just as he promised. The bridegroom will return for his bride. But the harvest, the greatest harvest of the nations is what we are getting ready to be thrust into. So what what must really predicate that outpouring is that the body of Christ has a fresh encounter at large, truly a fresh encounter at large individually and corporately. God, God wants to use you, my dear friend. That's why we've created the torch, our desires for the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, the anointing of the Holy Spirit to so come upon individuals that you, you become a voice for God, that you get pregnant with the fire of the Lord in your belly and that you can't shake it, that God gives you a burning vision and hunger for Him first and then for the nations and for the lost. That's what the torch is all about. The torch is about lighting this fire of heart so that you can become a voice, so that you can become a conduit, that you can steward the fire that you can carry the fire, carry the kingdom of God, and bring transformation to wherever you're at. God may give you a junior high school. He may give you an elementary school, a high school. He may give you a university. He may give you a neighborhood. He may give you a hospital. He may give you a city. You don't know. He may give you a seat on the Supreme Court. I don't know who who all I'm speaking to. These things take on a life of their own. It's amazing. Where people are listening and where they find this. So listen, I want to pray for you. I want to pray for me. I want to pray for you (laughs) for a fresh encounter, a fresh encounter from God. And remember this, my friend, your hunger, your hunger for God is really what will determine the direction and the course, the pathway of your life. Your hunger for God it won't be your the greatness of your skills, the greatness of your personality. Listen, you, you, may, you may be trusting in your gifts right now, trusting in your magnetic personality or whatever you think you have. Let me tell you, the terrain of life is very hard. It is very challenging. You need more than gifts. You need more than talent. You need the fire of the Holy Spirit burning within you because the Holy Spirit is unstoppable the Holy Spirit is unquenchable. That's why we wrote the book. That's why I wrote the book, Unstoppable and Unquenchable Fire. So let's pray for a fresh encounter. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. If you're listening to this broadcast right now, just if you if you've been baptized in the Holy Spirit, I want you to just begin to pray in the Spirit with me right now as we link into agreement and we begin to pray for a greater encounter. Hey <laughs> Aba. Father, I pray for a fresh baptism of fire to come upon my friends, come upon our partners, our new friends. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I pray for an encounter of your manifest presence to come resting on them and fill them with the Holy Spirit and with fire, Lord with fire. I declare more fire, more Lord, more of you, more fire upon them. Lord, make them a carrier of your presence. Make them a carrier of your burning word. Lord, I I pray for brand new, fresh encounters and experiences in your presence for every one of my friends today. Lord, encourage them and by your spirit, woo them to yourself, Lord, as they're alone in their bedroom, as they're driving alone in their car, as they're as they're out for walks, Lord, by your Holy Spirit, woo them to you, woo them, draw them into that secret place with you, God, and give them a fresh burning encounter of your heart and your bottomless love, Lord. I pray for gear upgrades, Lord, that my friends can go deep sea diving in your presence, knowing you afresh, God, encountering you, knowing you in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Lord, we thank you that you are taking us into the greatest outpouring of the Spirit. Lord, we thank you that you are going to move again, Lord, from the Carolinas to California, from Alaska to Florida, you are going to pour out your spirit in these last days upon America, and you are thrusting us into the harvest, but the harvest of souls, the greatest harvest of souls, is about to burst forth. Lord, I thank you that you're going to put your hand upon little children You're going to use little children in signs and wonders and healings and miracles. You're going to use teenagers. You're going to use young adults. You're going to use families. You're going to use seniors. Hallelujah. Father, I thank you. There's those that are listening right now or watching that you're making them a voice for you, Lord. You are mantling them. You're going to make them a mighty prophetic voice. You're going to make them an agent of change. You're going to make them a, a carrier of present burning revival. Lord, I pray for burning coals out of your heart to just be imparted into my friends right now in Jesus' name. Lord, I pray for the, the, the appetite for your holy word will just explode within them. Lord, that you, you draw them and bring them into a place of great hunger and appetite for the word of God and then encounters with the Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Man, it's been great being with you again on the torch. Thank you for taking the time. Thank you for being with us. Thank you for praying for our ministry. We so appreciate it. Uh, Praying for victory. Uh, My wife and I are always praying for um, our Light the Fire partners around the country. I wanna thank you so very much for your faithfulness, your partnership, for interceding, for our family, for the growth and the development of this ministry. And man, we are growing. We are are having great growth right here in this, this particular region here in Sarasota right now. So listen, guys, we love you, we bless you. Again, if you have not downloaded the app, make sure you download our app, Victory FLA app. It's on all kinds of streaming platforms. You can find it there. Go to our website, victoryfla.com. Of course, you can give there safely and securely. Um, we don't go, we don't mail stuff out of Facebook or YouTube ever asking people to give. If you're receiving anything like that, that's, that's garbage. We don't do that. You can only safely, securely give to this ministry right there at victoryfla.com. And then also there's um, links as well for giving to Light the Fire Ministries. Those are our extended partners as well. So listen, man, we love you. We thank God for you. Be strengthened. Be encouraged today. Make it a great day. Be blessed. Pursue a fresh encounter with God. Keep the fire burning. And as I like to say often, the future doesn't belong to the God mockers and the future doesn't belong to the God haters. The future belongs to the righteous and the righteous are bold as lions. Amen. Be blessed. And we will see you next time here at The Torch.